Ramble. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, audience. It's time for yet another podcast. Are you excited? Well, gosh, so are we. Woo! <laughs> it's early for us. We were here an hour early than normal. Can I put Rainy on blast? Go Can for I it. Can I start the day? Is this the Brad Pitt thing? Yeah, it's oh the Brad Pitt thing. Ray, I don't know the context of this conversation, but mm-hmm. I walked by yesterday. Did Brad Pitt do something that put him in the news? No. no. Okay, great. So <laughs> He just was in a mediocre I, Netflix film. I walk by and Rainy goes... Has Brad Pitt ever even been in a good movie? Which I think is maybe the single most insane sentence I will say anyone's I, ever said. I said that in the reactions from the office had me backing down immediately. <laughs> they, yeah. It was it was the energy was a little bit it made me fearful. Maybe and I was like, never mind, never mind. It's maybe fine, you fine. weren't trying to like slam him, but rather were just asking a genuine question. I was. Because I, I've yeah. I've never finished a Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, this is like the TikTok shit of um, <laughs> people who are younger than 26 being like, people are really sleeping on Justin Timberlake. And it's <laughs> like, this guy that. was really <laughs> famous like a little bit ago. But it's like Brad Pitt. It's Brad Pitt. He like almost exclusively has hits. No, he doesn't. Not That's anymore. Not are you out of your mind? He's Ocean's old. Eleven, Moneyball. Why can't I remember Brad Pitt? Felman Louise, young Brad Pitt. Oh, fucking fine. Because he was more famous. Babble. Yeah, he was like more in the zeitgeist when we were your age. No, I think what it is is the genre. I think he's not in a single. Name a romantic comedy that he's in. Uh, he was in two rom coms, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, that's action, also an action movie. Action rom com. Uh, Meet Joe Black is a romance fantasy. That's you would find movie. him quite suave and charming in that. Oh, we didn't mention Fight Club. He's in. He's in yeah. Fight Club is good. I liked Fight Club. Yeah, yeah of go. course you did. It was scary, though. I watched Se- it on a plane. Have you ever and seen I, Se- yeah. Seven? That's scary. That was a fucking great movie. I'm just like, I feel like if I call women in Gen Z, you they're going to back the me up on this. You're saying Gen Z doesn't like Brad Pitt? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying they're not going to, like, let me, I'm going to call I'm not saying sister. that. I mean, <laughs> who are you going to call? I didn't who know that call? I wrote so hard for him. Who are you calling? I'm you're, calling my sister. You're it's calling in the someone? morning. I have a question for you. Okay. Actually, Actually I, Zach has a question. Jack has a question. Hello, Rainey's sister, M Dog. Um, <laughs> are, can you can you name a good Brad Pitt movie? Um. Oh, actually, yes, Bullet Train. I just saw it. Oh, that was not a okay. good movie. That's Bullet enough. Do you think? Do you but think? Love, no, Rainey, Rainey called an expert. I love Brad Pitt. Can we actually just pause and talk about how she talks exactly like Rainey? <laughs> yeah, you guys sound exactly the same. Um, it, Rainey says that Gen Z doesn't think that Brad Pitt has any good movies. Care to comment? 
Um, I can't name a, another Brad Pitt movie. All right, yes. thank you so much, M Dog. We thank appreciate you, your time. I liked him in the Harry Styles movie. Which one? Was bad. That was Chris Pine. That was Chris Pine. Oh yeah, it was. It was Chris Pine. certainly not Brad Pitt. Yeah, you're right. But they do have a similar look. They have a, I, especially I gotta say, right now, I feel like they have a similar look. Yeah, the long blonde hair look is, is really like cast leak. <laughs> I'm the only person who had a donut, and I feel like that's fucked up. Yeah. So when <gasps> we record early, I, Miles you guys brings donuts. No, I don't eat until eleven. Yeah. Well, we, the thing is, if I eat one now, next episode, my stomach is gonna hurt. So I'm gonna eat one in the second episode, so my stomach hurts when um, we're not yeah. recording. Yeah, I get that. You guys know I can't eat donuts. You can't. Yeah, but I feel like sometimes can. I bring donuts and you love them. Or do you First just love all, the I've idea? Never, I've never loved them. <laughs> I love them. I love them. I've, I always love them. It's me. I've taken... No, it's such a sweet gesture. This is... Oh, my God. So <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's a really sweet gesture. And <laughs> I... I paid, I paid for them with company money. Good. <laughs> I hope you did. <laughs> Well, because before I had a company card, sometimes I'd be like, I'd be like, let me get a little donut treat for the friends. And then we'd bring them to the house at the old office in the little house. Oh, people would go nuts for it. People would go nuts for it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Donuts for it. Yeah, do the sound thing. I don't have any queued up. Come on. And I can't cue them up halfway through the show. Give it to me, Tucci. Give it to me, Tucci. Is that what it sounds like now on the board? It did. It was a Tucci soundboard for a little bit. Anyway, Uh Zach, uh, you had a bachelor party and you've been gone for 11 weeks. Hit the sound effect. Hit me, Tucci. Give me Pimucci. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Gimme, gimme. Your boy had a bachelor party. We have a video that's out on the channel. It's really cool. But we want to tell you a little bit about the stuff that <laughs> it was a little too hot for YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> what was That's too right. hot for YouTube? <laughs> uh, a little too hot for YouTube. Yeah. I think we kind of did already at one point. Yeah, I think it's on the Patreon. I think it was. Oh, it was a Patreon cut. Uh, <laughs> what was too hot for Spotify, Zach? Well, you. No. I don't think that made the oh, video, did that, it? You know what? That's really upsetting that it didn't. Eugene, for whatever reason, throughout the entire week weekend, had this thing where whenever there was a quiet, he would wave to someone in the distance and go, you That's <laughs> like, very he first did it to the magician performing to us. He just you hooed at the magician, which really set us off because we were all very high. And we were very high for almost the entire weekend. But at that point, we were specifically probably at one of the highest peaks and he just <laughs> looked at the, the magician came over and he went <laughs> and then started cry laughing and continuing to say you who and then that obviously established a pattern of him saying you who for the next two days <laughs> <laughs> but what was really cool about this when we tried to make it this video was really hard to edit um our editor elliot did a great job but there was this whole plot line that got cut from it and uh there was a entire riddle mystery yeah. that I had to solve around the weekend. So mm-hmm. the theme of the video, if you haven't seen yet, is that basically I'm abducted by aliens into this bachelor party weekend, and they have all these tasks for me. But about a week and a half before the bachelor party, I receive a cryptic envelope. And the envelope had, it's like, it basically they turned my life into an escape room. Mm-hmm. So the envelope had these numbers and like certain ones were red and I had to like decode it and I am losing my mind. <laughs> is this Bro- in the video? No, this is not in the video. It didn't make it. Didn't make the video. Basically what happened was we edited it together and it just made the video take too long to start and then it also 
it, it made the ending of every scene a little too bloated. Mm. A lot of our editing style is um, you you have you know a scene, you end on a joke that breaks the rhythm. So you know you have like da 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 da. You know we're living in this like really fun established rhythm for a sequence. You end on a joke that breaks that rhythm, right? And now you're living in a joke, you're living in a moment, and then you slam in music, and now you're in the next scene. Mm-hmm. So to add a sequence where does that description make sense? By the yeah, way, of how yeah, our videos work, that's that's how I think about it all the time. It's very musical. When it's like I, Mozart. It's like Mozart. What we're it's doing like here is really important work. Do you Mozart think all <laughs> other YouTubers have that same rhythm, or do they do it no, differently? They all okay. have their own rhythm, but that's that's how I think about our videos. Yeah, and, when, and that's like the easiest way for me to diagnose something that's wrong in an edit is if it doesn't have that like strong musical quality. Mm-hmm. So when I used to edit and I still do this is I actually lay down tracks first. I, I edit the sound and the the composition of a video and then I let that in my head musically inform what the next sequence is. Wait, Whoa, wh- are you putting cool. in a musical track and then editing over the music and then taking the music out? Um, are you putting in a music bed and editing to the music bed? Correct. Got it. That's what I do. And that's also how I write. So I will write and I'll think about what the song is. Mm-hmm. And it's all about creating contrast Whoa. in between cool. sequences. So when I am writing, I go, okay, I've just been in a like a, a slow plucky moment. What's mm-hmm. next? I want a transition that, boom, hits me with now like a fun upbeat song. Yeah. And whether or not there's songs written into the script or written into the what, like that's, I, I'm, my brain only kind of can think in terms of music, even though as Keith can attest to, I'm not an explicitly musical person. <laughs> um, but that's, mm. I just, I write to music, I think to music. So that's, that's how I. So the song is critical. Which song you choose for like, if you're writing a script. Yeah, or in the case of like editing, when we're editing, I mean, a lot of our editors they'll edit and then find music after the fact. That's that's how editing mm-hmm. traditionally does work, um, especially if you're going to score something, which we don't have the chance to do most of the time. But uh, I, I find that it's helpful to like okay for the bachelor party, we filmed you know like this sound bath, and it was an hour of footage. But I feel like if you were to, and, and that actually threw us when we were editing it first, you know, Elliot was like, I have all this great footage. And I'm like, well, no, if you think about it musically, then you realize that this sequence only wants to be mm-hmm. this short amount of yeah. time. Because if you stay in this one musical tone, you're going to get fucking bored. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, yeah, that's a little bit inside yeah. the actor's studio. I kind of do in between. I'll lay down a rough cut, put in music, and then I'll start shaping it around the music. But still, the music is sort of deciding the pacing of the the scene. And, and then I I I love the classic. Just drop out the music for a joke. It gives yep. you a free. It's so good. Free extra laugh, and also it gives you a free thing that breaks the rhythm and makes it very easy to start a new sequence. Yep. Yeah. Well, and that's why if you watch our videos, you'll notice we'll have like. 36 songs in a 10 minute video. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But it, it helps break up the rhythm. I feel like that's. And you're uh, creating different rhythms and, and pacings throughout mm, the video. Yeah. What's an example of a video that you edited, Keith edited, and Eugene edited that's like uh, one of the old ones? Oh, sure. I mean, well, I will say that I got to recently re edit the, the robot video. I only had about eight hours in the edit bay, which may sound like a lot, but isn't. I. It wasn't going to get done in time, so I came in on the weekend and I, mm-hmm. I re-edited that, and that was really fun. Um, That's right. It was kind of like getting on a bike again. I don't think mm-hmm. it's my best work, but it was uh, undercover boss in the edit bay. Fun to do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the ones that I like say I'm most proud of are the 
uh, Robot Babies video really early on, um, the Raising Toddlers for a Day. I like those. I mean, Robot Babies, both of those is because it was such an incredible amount of footage. Mm -hmm. Robot Babies I love because we got to turn it into paranormal activity. Mm -hmm. And I edited like a terabyte and a half of footage in three days. (laughs) And it was one where like there was no time to actually edit a video. So you just had to like put down tracks and find the Mm -hmm. clips that match Mm -hmm. the story. As opposed to looking at all the footage you have and going, what is this? No, you... You write. It, I mean, editing is writing, right? So you write a story and then find the moments that that apply to it. That was a BuzzFeed video, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're talking. She said old, 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 old. and those are way shorter. Yes, yeah, they're they used like, to be short. Which is three like three to eight minutes at most. That's typically. crazy too to consider. Yeah. Oh like, my gosh, we did. used to make two minute videos. Yes, yeah, the first few we shot, you know, the same amount we would shoot in a studio video and made a two minute video out of it. Yeah. Wow. Um, examples of what you edited. I mean, you edited the first without a recipe mm-hmm. uh, when it was ba- baking bread mm-hmm. and really mm-hmm. figured out what that style was. I mean, Keith is like, you are the best at like editing I, fast. I'm a utility it. editor. Yeah. I, and oh, I yeah. often prefer to make a really good rough cut very quickly and uh-huh. give it to someone else. Yeah. You're yeah. like, make this look good. I've, yeah. I've already done a lot of the finding of what's good and assembling of generally story, stuff yeah. of like <clears throat> stuff's not quite where it should be, but it's really close. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and we even got into a pattern where I would constantly like pre, I would do the first leg of an edit and just give it to one of the other guys yeah. to finish. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then Eugene is like, he in writing and in editing, he is only a final draft guy. Mm-hmm. So he will mm-hmm. work on the first minute until it's perfect. Oh my God. And then work there's like, yeah. there's only ever one cut. <laughs> yeah. He never, so like, I like iterative cuts. I'm probably in between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think iterative cuts are really important. And like with writing, you like, you write a bad version and yeah. then you look at it and you make it better and better. Uh-huh. But that's just like, he only is capable of delivering something that is perfect. It's yeah. so funny. And yeah. then we used to work with someone who didn't edit at all. <laughs> Sounds um, like a personal problem. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, in terms of, um, I, I don't know if you guys taught me this or if I learned this at BuzzFeed or maybe I just am a genius. But um, my editing style was always like, I uh, I would get it to a point, I feel like we talk about this all the time, where yeah. it's like the um, we could spend five more hours. Uh-huh. I also feel this way about shooting stuff, where it's like we could spend five more hours making this 5% better and it won't be worth it. Sure. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Like, especially on the internet. Especially on the internet, where it's like, oh, this is like in the 95% range of how good it's going to be. Let's right. let's move on. Let's, I mean, you know, eat the yeah, menu yeah. is king of good enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Like it is probably too long, but it kind of serves an audience <laughs> in its length. Yeah. Um, and it has this relaxed nature about it. And but if you look at even the first eat the menus, they're much shorter. They're like mm-hmm. they're edited maybe I wouldn't say better. They're edited different, but they're meant to be like a f- more fast paced experience. They're like twenty minutes long. Get well, to yeah, the Taco I think Bell. You probably had the fear of like not wanting to lose people's attention. Yeah, and then yeah. you realized it was serving a different function in the viewer's life. People were just kept saying, "I wish it was longer." I was like, "Okay, crazy, all right." Uh, now, now, we're, now we're making them without editing at all. I know, <laughs> and they're doing decent. And they're like, doing pretty good. Yeah, I'll say. I mean, I I did eat with Keith yesterday, and I was like, "You you were like, all right, Zach, thanks for coming by." I'm like, I'm. Psh- Let's do. Let's hang out for twenty minutes, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm vibing. I'm ready to. I think let's guess and just let me chill. Yeah, maybe. I was, I was having a great, great old time. But yeah. uh, the question. I, well, I will say that every. Like Rachel brought up that people thought that 
Quasi, ever since Quasi came on, everyone was high. Rewatching it last night, you and Quasi both look incredibly high. <laughs> you seem unbelievably stoned in your appearance. On I the wasn't. Show. Yeah. I know, but you, but, but like, <laughs> I don't, you just came in, you're like, okay, what's going on here? Hey, look at that. Hey, look at this camera now. <laughs> you were just like, <laughs> crazy. And then you even <laughs> talked about how sometimes you were high, but no one would ever know when you were really high. <laughs> you seemed yeah. incredibly high. Crazy brought unbelievable vibes into the studio. Oh my god, he yeah, was totally doing like does. call and response with me and Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like being he, like he asked, everybody feeling all right. Yeah. And me and Jack were like yeah, he asked you what was going on like three times. <laughs> no, he was like, "What's going Miles, on? What's going on, buddy?" Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was chaos because because of it with Keith, we had so many people in the office. We finished filming Guilty Pleasures. Oh, god. so Garrick and Kelsey are just <laughs> hanging out, just at, laying around our office, like yeah. literally laying. Poor Kelsey because we do back to back episodes and yeah, she has right. um, trinemal. Trigeminal neuralgia, so it, yeah. it hurts her jaw to talk like after mm -hmm. a little bit. So she's like, I'm just gonna go lay down. I'm like, you got it. And then Quasi comes in, and so I'm trying to do work in our office, and the three of them are just vibing and laughing. And then Lou Burger's here, and then B Will's here, he's making cocktails. Uh -huh. Alex has a pie, and I'm like, this, I'm not getting anything done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's sort of a little circus, but it's great. It's fun. When it's, it's a very house. funny energy. I met Quasi's wife at the Halloween party. A, a delight. Oh, she's awesome. My gosh, I was <laughs> transformed by her. She was actually like so. She's like a goddess. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. a wonderful. They're, they're her both. energy is crazy, mm -hmm. palpable. Yeah. Such a great couple. They've got great energy. Um, going back to the editing though, did it? I have two questions mm -hmm. back to back. Did anybody teach you how to edit? No. no. Um, for both, I mean, you you learn the most by doing. I. I think I've talked about this, but I started editing on Lego Studios, which then taught me how to, I was like, oh, I can figure out iMovie. And then I was like, oh, I can figure out Premiere. Oh, I can figure out, or yeah. Final Cut in between then Premiere. And so you yeah. just learn by doing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes like you'll, if there's something you don't know how to do, a friend will come over and be like, here's this trick. Here's this yeah. shortcut. Yeah, so, we share tips, but I also, I just learned from uh -huh. the internet. I like Watched a lot of YouTube tutorials and uh -huh. I learned and things that I didn't know. Anytime yeah. I ran into an issue I couldn't do, I'd just Google it and found it. Yeah. And then I also used um, Linda. Oh, yeah. Um, What's Linda? She's Linda just a really nice gal. L-Y-N-D-A is like the biggest database of online tutorials for softwares. Oh, and cool. most of them are creative softwares, but they actually have like, uh, you can learn CAD on there if you want to do what's CAD uh, what's it's like an engineering design like oh, cool. uh, structural design it's That's basically cool. 3D modeling uh, and stuff it's like like how you design a bridge before you make it like yeah. how can you design a bridge it's a three dimensional object so you use um, I can't remember what it actually stands for and there's other ones too and uh, maybe CAD is I'm not super speaking in my field but I'm pretty <laughs> sure CAD is one of the ones for that yeah. Miles Wait. did anybody teach you? I no, I mean, I went to school for like media production, but yeah. the editing classes were super, super, super rudimentary. And yeah. I often felt like actually what they were teaching was dumb. And then yeah. I would like watch sketches and be like, oh, that's awesome. And like, I yeah. don't know, like, I feel like the things that I actually learned were mostly online or from, you know, making a million bad sketches and over time, like yeah. learning stuff. Making bad yeah. stuff. But I make a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think that when you learn that way, uh, people can red pill you with like tips uh -huh. that change everything. Uh -huh. like I, for a long time, I was just self-taught editing. I was like, you know, clicking the blade and then right. slicing it and like hitting, t like it was like so inefficient. And right. then I feel like when I went to BuzzFeed, they were like, Apple K oh, uh, or just like, oh, use Q and W to like edit previous and after the playhead. And I was like, holy 
fuck. That yeah. saves me like hours. The yeah. only thing that I've learned in a traditional sense that stuck with me is there's that book uh, In the Blink of an Eye by Walter Murch, which he's like one of the, the great editors. And the only thing I remember is the titular tip, which is like you edit, you don't edit on a blink. You edit, I think it's right, actually, I don't even remember what the tip is, but I think you edit right before. <laughs> sounds like it really impacted you. You either edit right before a blink or right after a blink, but there's something about like the proximity to a blink that will be jarring. Mm. So that's like how he knows how uh, long to make a clip. Uh, and that's just one like where once you see it, you're like, oh, this feels wrong. Like you can't, you know what it is, is you can't have someone blink and then cut right after it like you as a viewer are gonna right. go like oh that's wrong yeah huh. really editing also taught me so much about uh performing and also shooting mm -hmm. because that like you don't realize oh. how much stillness you actually want because if somebody moves mm -hmm. even their arm just as a gesture or like looks yeah. away sure. right before you cut right. it now changes the intention of that cut uh-huh so like you learn the reason that you hold at the end of a scene is not because the, and you don't drop it. It's not just because like you're still in the moment. It's rather to give the editor time to decide the ending of this scene with music and all the other components going on. Uh -huh. So it was like when I finished delivering my line, I was like, and that's how I did it. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> Cut. Yeah. Get and and often our edits are, it's how long do I have? <laughs> like if someone says a really stupid joke and that, that is, I mean, going back to the rhythm change thing, that's meant to, be a rhythm change, I will hold that silence as long as the clip gives me. And the answer often is like, why did you cut here? It's because I had to. Yeah. That's, you know. That's where it was. That's that's as long as we were given. One of my favorite stories, it's from Akira Kurosawa, and I forget what director asked him, but he was obsessed with this this shot in, say, Seven Samurai. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know what movie it was. Uh, it wasn't Seven Samurai. But he's like, ah, this shot's so interesting. Why did you shoot the army coming towards you this way? And Akira Kurosawa was like, oh, because... If I had the camera an inch to the left, there was a power plant. And if I had an inch to the right, there was a highway. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's, you uh -huh. know, necessity actually creates a lot of uh, what we do. Yeah. And so you're just trying to work within the bounds of what, yeah. what doesn't break the illusion. So much so, and, no, and even knowing that, is I'll leave notes being like, uh, I, this is a weird cut. Uh, maybe readjust, unless there's a good reason for it, in which case. <laughs> in which case, it. yeah, right. Because like, like, I, I don't know what the footage looks like. This is a weird right. cut to me, but maybe this is the best option. Yeah. It's just, yeah. And they probably already know. They're like, I know I was an, it was a weird cut, but there's nowhere else to do with it. And if but you're like, sometimes a, you can fix that with scoring. If you're like a little, uh, little kid editor and you're like, man, should I learn this stuff? I think that there are a lot of people who, uh, their careers are made by their ability to edit uh -huh. because it is easier to make something that's not necessarily that funny, oh, yeah. really funny in the edit. And and vice versa, like you can make somebody that's really funny not that funny oh, yeah. if you're not that good in the edit. But uh, I think that hey, it's something just that's like... driven me crazy throughout the entire history of the Try Guys <laughs> is the under appreciation for editors and our editors. And mm -hmm. I, I'm thrilled that like the audience now with like the animated animals are like, oh my god, the editing's so great. Actually, no, like you're only <laughs> commenting on it because now you notice it. You're you also know, like right. you're actually commenting on the graphic work. <laughs> Which is part of editing, but it's actually it's a different skill. Yeah. It's graphics. But I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm gonna let you know. I I was. I'm happy to cheerlead because it is a moment. Yeah. Like they deserve their kudos, but they deserve for so many other things. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think that when we've worked with like traditional outlets as well, they think that buying the Try Guys means or what the Try Guys is is 
me and Keith and Eugene on camera together. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not really it. It's it's the way that we edit. Mm -hmm. That is what makes our it's content interesting. Yeah. Um, except for Keith. Keith, you know, can do a live stream and it is wonderful. And that does feel like the Try Guys. But for the majority of like what we do and what makes it fun to watch, the style of what we do, the comedy of what we do is all made in the edit. Yeah. I'll even say even in the live stream, I mean, you're doing like live sound things, sure. live graphic work. So like yeah. there, is, there are extra jokes going on. There's audio jokes happening. There's video jokes happening. And the funniest part about those is I'm completely unaware of them. You can't hear <laughs> any of the sounds. So all all the audio jokes, I have no idea what's going on. I miss half of the visual jokes <laughs> because I'm not looking at the, the, the monitor screen because I don't, it's not really... And a great place distracting. Like, it's distracting. <laughs> it's but I mean, sometimes I like it because it gives me context of just which camera to look at. Yeah. We'll have to get those red lights at some point. I'm know. enjoying this inside the actor's studio vibe and I want to continue it. But we did start this so that I could tell you what was cut out of the bachelor party video. Should we go back? Get in there, Zach. Give it to us good. What was Give it cut? to me too, Chi. Other than well, so the, oh, we started talking about this whole... Oh, the riddle. <laughs> the riddle. The riddle. <laughs> the riddle. So a week leading up to the bachelor party, I received this envelope, and it's this this cryptic... Right, and the... Re okay, this is where we started. And the reason that we cut it out, as we've now established, is because to have me try and like look at an envelope and be like, what does this mean? It just... Got in the way of the rhythm of the episode, and we couldn't crack it, and we didn't have, we ran out of time. So oh, we said, "Oh, that's right. That's, that's where what we were." We were. About, yeah. Remember, <laughs> remember, audience. That's it was, what it we was one of those about. things. It was really fun in real life. Yep. It didn't translate into what the video was, and also we we were shooting a bachelor party video, but we were also having a bachelor party. Sure. So the part of the reason that I was like, "Yeah, there's an hour and a half of footage of a sound bath." Like, well, because <laughs> we were just doing a sound bath, we were like. <laughs> That was an activity at the bachelor party. We just wanted to like do something relaxing and fun. And I worked with Nick to like come up with a creative for what we would do for Zach's party. And I was like, we should make it like a movie. That and I, my initial idea was just that we would make a trailer out of moments that happened in the bachelor party as like a movie trailer. But then it kind of made the whole the whole thing ended up feeling having this like cinematic uh, sort of storyline. Uh, yeah, and major, major shout out to both you, but also Nick, our oh, producer, yeah, Nick who really did all planned the, the, the fuck out of it. And I don't know how he tapped into things that he knew I loved and also things that I don't know how he knew that I loved. <laughs> like, I grew up, I mean, I say this in the video, like, I, I grew up loving aliens and, like, checking out books from the library on aliens, being obsessed with aliens. No one knows that. I don't talk about that. Uh, there were, like, foods that he served me where I'm like, I've never said out loud how much I love this. Like, I love duck. I love scallop. We got, like, scallops mm. Like is, like, the one thing that I never get to eat because Maggie doesn't like scallops. And so, like, Same. we Becky share our like meals scallops. all the time. And so, like, there were just, like, all of these things throughout the weekend where I'm like, how did he know? What's happening? <laughs> it was really kind of uncanny and bizarre. But so I get this this envelope, and it has numbers. And I thought it was, like, a, a, like numbers related to different letters in the alphabet and i'm like then adding them up and dividing them and trying all of these things turned out it was just dates it was like the most <laughs> obvious it was like 10 22 23 24 25 i'm like it was just the dates of my bachelor party i'm like oh yeah, yeah fuck me you thought it was the lost numbers so I, it was yeah dude i i really tried <laughs> 4 8 15 16 23 42 man i've thought about getting that tattooed <laughs> You I've, had those memorized? Oh, I love yeah, it so obviously. much. I would, I would say there journal. are hundreds of thousands of people with that sequence memorized. Yeah, I Four, love eight, it. 8, 15, 16, 20, 20 42. 42. Add them all up together. Was it equal? 108. The number of minutes that Desmond had before he had to type it in again, baby. That's right. Fucking uh, Stan. Uh, so what were the other <laughs> clues I got? I got um, an M&M. &M. 
like a packet of M&Ms and then the clue was you only need one. Then the second one was the book Carrie and it was like something about I forget what the hint was. Pig's blood. And then <laughs> you have to drink pig's blood. Yeah. Yeah, you had to drink pig's blood to get the next clue. It was Stephen <laughs> yeah. King's Carrie. But also, like, I didn't know what these were going for. So, like, I was like, MMs, <clears throat> they're made by the Mars factory. These are alien clues. Okay, I'm going to Mars. Uh, and then it was like, Carrie, okay, Stephen King. It's like a telekinesis type thing. Uh, maybe that. And actually, what it was is they were just spelling out Mary. So, MM, oh. you only need one M. Yeah. Carrie, it was like. Oh, you don't need the C. <clears throat> So it was like Mary, like Carrie Mary or something like that, or a like you don't. No, oh, it was take out the ice. Take out the ice. It's I-C-E. better. It's like it's better without ice. And so if you take out the I E C I C E of Carrie, you're left with A R R. And then it was at the end of the clues. Just ask why. Uh, so <laughs> okay, I start with Mary, but then throughout the bachelor party, at the end of every activity, someone would give me a gift, and the gifts where first I got a map, and it was a map of Palm Desert. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out where we have to go. Uh, but like, then I just hold on to it. It didn't like unlock the next thing. I thought it was like, you have to solve this to go to the next whatever. And by mm. the way, I'm deliriously stoned the whole video. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about a video where I'm high on camera the whole time? That's Bachelor it. We party. were all at least a little high. <laughs> The whole time. But this was not like I was instructed to be. Yeah. <laughs> we would get a text and Nick would say like, hey, uh, I think it'd be good if Zach was a little high for the next one. I was like, all right. <laughs> and it's like, all right, guys, we got to get high. Whatever apparently. you say, boss. <laughs> um, so then there was that. Then I got a Cranny Smith apple. And I'm like, what the fuck is this mm. about? Then I got, I don't know. I kept getting these things that meant, meant nothing to me. And only at the very, it was at the observatory when the cameras stopped rolling. I cracked it, uh, but I pretended to not get it. And it, mm-hmm. they spelled out M-A-G-G-I-E. So it was a map, an apple, gold Aww. coins, green crayons. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the other two were. And then at the end, I like, we had a sequence where I like, uh, usual suspects like put all the clues together and I, <laughs> figured it out and I go, Mary, Maggie, alien, that was the message you were trying to teach me all along. And then the alien comes in and we hug and dance. Aww, uh, so it was a cute old plot line, but it just, it was too much. It was great. The observatory <laughs> was really funny because we were very high and a few of us were kind of drunk because we went to this thing before where there was like, it was this really visual cool meal. But what you really don't get from the video is that they gave us a new cocktail for every course. And oh, yeah, that's so awesome. we were just drunk and high and at the observatory at, at 11 p.m. And these poor observatory, like these wonderful scientists are just tolerating <laughs> us. I was like, what's your favorite part about space? <laughs> that rules, though. We had a lot of existential dread uh, that also got cut out of the video. There was a there was a much longer cut of the observatory because it was all funny to me. But we were looking at, at stars that were like, you know, however millions of billions of light years away and like there was one where you looked at it and it was like a void of space it looked like space because like space is dark right yeah and then you're looking at one and it was like (laughs) sure darker (laughs) i guess yeah it it looked like a smudge and it was like this egg i mean imagine being like liddy and looking millions of light years away at a smudge at a smudge and it's like the neg like negative space it's not a black hole but it was like negative energy it, I, I i don't remember because again i was so litty itty but it was, it was like an, was it a nebula 
that we were looking at. I remember it was a smudge, and all, again, we were very high and drunk, and but oh. and, and cheering every time the giant telescope spun. Well, that's like I don't know. Sometimes space facts like make like you think about them too hard, and they make my bussy hurt. It's like <laughs> I'm like sure. your bussy, oh! like I feel like I'm lifting off. It's too scary. <laughs> like, your bussy quivers with yeah. existential well, it's fright. Just to imagine it, yeah. something so far away. Is... She she called all of them. She like measured measured them and how early they were before Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really <laughs> that's weird. Also, really funny because it's just like, oh, everything that we've created as humans to try and interpret this world, yeah, we're we're dumb and like we just can't even fathom how big the universe is because we put everything in relation to this guy that lived two thousand years ago. Yeah, try two billion light years away. You know, like it's yeah. we're just. Uh-huh. It's so beyond our comprehension that all you can do is go, oh, wow. Yeah, it was cool. And we got this look at Saturn. Looked look at, at Saturn, saw the rings. It was sick. And also, she had this laser pointer. Oh. <laughs> this laser. I'm telling you, Miles, you're Woo! acting like, oh, it can't be that cool. Mm-mm. It was the coolest, one of the coolest parts. Every time she shined it, she had to look around and make sure an airplane wasn't coming. Because if you shine it near an airplane, it's like a you could tent, ki- yeah, it's a kill you fifty thousand dollar fine or something. <laughs> no, it like no, it is really yeah. dangerous. Pierces the sky. Yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. And we were like, wow, <laughs> is this something you get from like like a science academy? Like, how do you guys like? No, these are on Amazon. I'm like, they are? <laughs> yeah. You the, can just buy super lasers? That's there, dangerous. There's that's a video dangerous. of like a helicopter. Or no, it's a, yeah, it's a helicopter like in the air, and they can see that a kid with a laser pointer is on the ground, and they are able to find his address, and they have like send people to... Because it's like really dangerous. You yeah. can like yeah. fry the sensors and the stuff, and then Crazy. helicopter goes down. Yikes. Which we don't want. Which we definitely don't want. Now, speaking of everything going down and laser accuracy, rainy, it's time for boots on the ground. Boop, 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 boots on the ground. Boop, 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 boots on the boots on the ground. Boots on the ground. Boots, boots, Okay. My boots on the ground is a question, but. I have an answer. Oh. Rainy is on the, live on the scene with a question <laughs> and, and an answer. Gonna, she's going to answer it. Okay. No spoilies, but <laughs> who do you think dies in White Lotus? Okay, do not do this to me. <laughs> and I don't think this is fair to do to the listeners. I'm on episode three, okay. Rainy. Well, I you're cannot. On episode three. So you guys know things that are just going to affect your decision. But like, you know the people. Yeah, but... Okay, I, well, but, you have a lot more context. Is your, is your answer... An actual answer. Or this is your theory. No, this is well. This is a this is a theory that I saw on TikTok that I think is really strong. Uh, you're gonna spoil it for good. people. Though. It is in the first episode, though. I know, but you're gonna spoil it. For okay, people. I'm gonna do a different one. I, I will say boots, I was, boots, 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 boots on the ground. Yeah, I don't want to think about it too hard because then I'll ruin it for myself. Yeah, yeah I kind of have just decided. Yeah. You know what's fun about White Lotus? So Mike White, the great Mike White, I mean, he wrote, he's been working forever. He wrote Enlightened. He wrote School of Rock. He's Ned Schneebly. Did you know that? The creator of White Lotus wrote School of Rock and it's Ned Schneebly. Ned Schneebly. Oh, that's so fun. Ned Schneebs. But he was talking about uh, selling White Lotus and no one was interested in it. Yeah. And then he just added a dead body at the beginning and people were like, oh, yeah, here's all the money. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just a, you know, a little tip for you. I do think whenever there's a dead body, I'm immediately interested. A hundred percent. Yeah, there's so many questions. There's so many questions. Who are they? Why are they dead? Yeah. When did they die? But also, you know, there are multiple bodies. 
I know. Which okay. I'm super stoked on. All right. By the way, I saw Mike White in Rome over the summer. Whoa. Well, I was in Italy for a wedding, and uh, we decided to go to Rome afterwards. We were walking in the streets of Rome, and Ned Schneebly himself walked right by us. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing in Rome? And he was obviously there, like, finishing <laughs> shooting while did, did you say, huh, when in Rome? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That would have been good. A damn good show. Boots on the ground, part Boots two. On the ground, part two. Bo Burnham broke up with his girlfriend. Oh, Lorraine oh, that's Stefania. sad. So you're trying to? I mean, trying to hit, trying to get him on the Kissing Rainy podcast. I don't know. Do you think I should? <laughs> I feel like I probably shouldn't. Bo. Yeah. Well, you've recently um, come into some hot water, your own hot water, where you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm nervous to hear what you're going to say. <laughs> we don't have to talk about you messaging Caucasian oh, I, <laughs> you did I feel like it's only fair because you brought it up so much. <laughs> and it's so much of a story on this show. It's such a story on this show. It is part of the show. It's part of the Do narrative. you want to talk about it? No, I can definitely talk about it. Okay, I'm, willing to speak, <laughs> I'm willing to speak on this. Great, okay. So, Tell us all about how it boots, went. Boots, 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 boots on <laughs> okay. the ground. Did you ask him to kiss you? No, 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 no. Okay. Although I will say people in this office were going hard. They yeah. were like, you should you should invite him to the cold open, invite him to the holiday party. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and YB who was just like, just say hi. Just say hi. Like she was getting nervous. Let's see if he follows me yet. Yeah, well, please Did continue. you follow him? No. Please oh. continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, but someone might have told him. He doesn't him. follow me, so I don't. So why would he possibly follow Zach? Um, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't follow. He doesn't follow Randy. He's probably not. Well, Zach. I, I, <laughs> I feel like you, um, you checked him last time that I talked about this. So I thought you might have followed him, but I was like, okay. So what I, did you DM okay, him? I I went on the podcast, and then somebody DM'd me a screenshot. Of them DMing Caucasian James and being like, <laughs> I knew no. this would happen. This is why I was excited. Yeah. I know. Of uh, being like, hey, like you should listen to the tripod. Um, mm -hmm. You're a big subject of discussion. And he responded and was like, <laughs> um, do they say nice things? And she was like, yeah, uh, the, the producer wants to make out with you, which I thought was a little much. I get it. I, I get it. And, and I don't. You did. You said you wanted to kiss him. Yeah. Didn't we go over that? That you wanted specifically to kiss, give him a kiss? Kiss yeah. and making out. I know. I guess you did want to make out, didn't you? I think you? I did. Technically, did. I get it. I, I'm not mad at, at um. I'm not mad at that person, but I was sort of like, be cool. Yeah, be cool. Yeah, they're a little bit of a narc. I mean, cool. we did publicly say you wanted to make out with yeah. him on a show, so it is sort of fair. But anyway, so <laughs> there's something so funny about you talking <laughs> such a big game and getting so worried about this. Okay, let's keep going. What What did he? he you messaged him. What did you say? What did he say? I so okay so so he he watched it right so he knows and then right after he started posting first of all a ton and second of all about like finding love and I was like is this about me and my friend was like no it's not and <laughs> was like shut it down immediately very suspicious that he started yeah. posting more after we talked about him perhaps yeah. trying to get the Apple. what did he say to you what did you say to him okay so actually Miles played a huge role in this Stop I know and then distracting I about from it. the question just get doing buttering so, them up it's like White Lotus we're I'm just so, gonna die I'm so buttered I. I'm, I'm, call me I'm, Paula I'm Dean. way too I, much butter. You can't see the toast anymore. I'm, <laughs> I'm mostly butter. <laughs> so then um, the day has come. I realize that I, there's no getting out of this. Because 
I love this so much. This is torture. This is dramatic attention. Um, and so I come into work and Devin immediately is like, did you message him? Like, are you going to message him? Desiree has been sending me drafts like all night. And so finally, I'm like, you know what? If I can the get- The full power of second try. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly. Finance, production. This is why no one's meeting their deadlines. Yeah, all the departments. <laughs> this is why we couldn't figure out the uh, the plot subplot of the Bachelor Party video because Elliot yeah. was, was editing drafts of your <laughs> message to Caucasian James. Um, I even asked Jonathan, and I'm like, Jonathan, do you think I should do it? He was like, if you're going to do it, you do it now because, you know, it's pitched over home plate, right. which well, I really like. Iron- that. is hot yeah. yeah and i was like he yeah so then i'm like you know what if i can get miles approval i'll do it that's so funny. <laughs> and did you get and his approval yeah so i was like do you think i should and he was like what did you say <laughs> i believe i said yeah who cares or something <laughs> it's like yeah go for it <laughs> and so then i was like miles what should i say yeah and <laughs> Oh my God, Randy, oh, you've got to part. get... This is a big part. Is it? This is it. This is it now. I would say a lot of the things before have now. not been big parts. And what was for lunch that day? No, go for it. So then Miles was like, I would say, so he posted a video of him dancing. Yeah. And Miles was like, I would say, good, really good footwork. No, impressive yeah. footwork. That's so right. that's what I said. Impressive footwork. And then he didn't respond. Now... And then that's it? <laughs> that's... He probably didn't see it. I said this would happen. It would go into message requests. Yeah. Right. That's why I think you need to spam message him. No, no. So it goes to the top. It's enough. It's enough. Oh, but you know yeah. what? Here's what I'll say to the to the listeners. To the haters. Once it's in the ether, the crush goes away, which is nice. It's oh. a powerful tool. You hear ever that, Because since Caucasian? I DM'd him, I'm sort we, of like... We are not into you anymore. I mean, if, if he reached out... No, I, no, no, Rainy. You missed your chance. <laughs> he missed his boy. chance. Caucasian, if you're listening... <laughs> You try and come up here. Yeah. Maybe Rainy will say you can come to the holiday party. Maybe. It's, it's, it's on Saturday. It's tomorrow. So get at us. Yeah. But uh, you're not getting a kiss anymore. Walk away. <laughs> We're not interested. I think that's, a, that's a little strong. Well, when we put this on TikTok. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> Caucasian, if you're listening, Rainy doesn't think you're attractive. In fact, she heard you're a bad kisser. Yeah. She heard your breath smells like poo-poo. Nag him. Yeah, we're your, doing your, of foot, a... your footwork was not impressive. This is one of the greatest love stories of our time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. By the way, listeners, don't send this to him. <laughs> yeah, they're going to send it to him. Okay. They, someone just sent it to him and then heard you say that and went, oh, 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 no. Because you've also said, you've also been like, oh, somebody DM'd me about it after. Yeah. So they know that the way to access Rainy is by screenshotting Caucasian. You've really created a... <laughs> An army. Yeah. <laughs> the boots on the ground army. Boots I mean, on the ground army. On, on a scale of one to ten, how embarrassing do you think this was for me? Um, I don't think it was embarrassing. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay, thank you. But I don't, I mean, embarrassing would, would, would surmise that something disastrous happened, which in yeah. reality, nothing happened. And that's as the opposite of love is not hate. That's something. It's nothing. It's indifference. Oh, wow, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But um, yeah, Caucasian James. You how, know. Uh, just a little temp check. How are you feel? You know, you were ahead of the curve on the Young Gravy crush, right? Um, how are we feeling about him now? I, I truly. Oh, Young Gravy or Caucasian James? Because I actually do think Caucasian James is going to get like I. I think I'm calling it now, and he's going to be a. Uh, Thirst trap in a second. Yeah, you really have a good track record of like projecting the success of very mediocre white men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, thank you so I, much. I'm gonna continue. I to do trust. want. I've thought about making my like hinge profile kingmaker. Uh, 
That's pretty good. That's right? kind of sick. Honestly, on you wow. should do you should do like um what's her wow. name? <laughs> what's her name? Kate Poots. Maker. <laughs> Poots. What was the like you should make a your TikTok. What's her name? Poots Tinks. Oh, uh, Tinks. You should make a thing like Tinks where you're like this is my projection for you're like, hi, I'm Rainy Toll. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm a kingmaker. I work at a large <laughs> digital media company and I am I am known for projecting like the next kings of tomorrow. This king alert. And then you king do alert, sort of, like King alert, James. Yeah. Oh. Is king alert. Somebody who's in, already wildly famous. Is that what you call the, who's about to be the king? The incumbent, or like when you're about to take a role? The heir. The heir. Yeah. The heir, the, the incumbent kings. Heir yeah. to the throne. The heirs. But a young gravy, here's how the I feel. The airs of 2023. Did you watch him perform at the streamies? No. It was the most unbelievably lazy shit I've ever it seen looked in my life. Lame as fuck. The whole streamies <laughs> is always lame as fuck, but that performance looked especially lame. And let me just tell you, the streamies sucks. And, and I will happily and sing it. come from two forever. guys who hosted the fucking I've been thing. It's been downhill ever since. Did you get invited? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go. I was at a wedding. Oh, and you were. I didn't want to go. <laughs> We weren't nominated for anything. I could have gone we, on our behalf. I could have been like, you know. I w- they would have stuffed us in a back corner. I was gladly sitting They the back stuffed corner. Good Mythical Morning in the back, and they won show that of the year. crazy. I guess they probably put, like, what, young hot Yeah, they put the hot youngins on the floor. They put the old fogies in the corner. <laughs> I'm not ready to be an old fogey publicly. I get that. I know I am. Yeah. I'm on my house. I'm a king. <laughs> because That's Becky like said. me. Yeah, is a kingmaker. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, Young Gravy, I am. Um, so I've had actually even more of a roller coaster with him because mm. after he started dating Addison Ray's mom, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Young well, Graves. Yeah, yeah. I was sort of like, he's kind of. I think the place. it's. I think it's outplayed. I think this is like a performance. But then I was listening to some of his songs and I was seeing some of his TikToks and I was like, you know what? I respect him. Oh, Rainy. This is like a roller coaster. One of my friends people had people you respect, people you don't respect. Like you are throwing a dartboard into the ocean. I want to tell you, one of my good friends had posted their Spotify wrapped and had Young Gravy on it, and oh. I just could not have less respect. Rainy for sure has Young Gravy on it. Look at Rainy's face. Rainy has Young Gravy on Spotify wrapped. He he's in like my top artist. Like, oh. Rainy gets a pass because she was doing research for her role. her podcast. <laughs> she was doing research for a role. Yeah. Uh, I uh, how high was he? <laughs> let me, let was me he check. three? I you were in the top five percent of Young Gravy. I uh, who was your number one on Spotify Wrapped? Phoebe. Phoebe Bridges. Yeah, yeah. It was like almost oh, exclusively. Oh, you, you feeling emotional? Oh, Miles, are you in touch with your emotions? Oh, are you sad? Did you have a sad autumn? <laughs> oh I think it was oh. it's Jesus. I think it's Jesus. honestly the top played song was "Rivers and Roads" by Head in the Heart, and then uh, Phoebe Bridgers. I just often am like, oh, I want to put on music. I'll put on Phoebe Bridgers shuffle artists like, and then it'll be like Phoebe Bridgers, Julian, uh, uh, Julian uh, Julia soundtrack, Julian Julia sound, <laughs> no Julian Baker and Lucy Dacus. Ooh. Yeah, it's like well, I liked Lucy Dacus. Moody that vibes. Her album's great. Yeah. So in Albums. my home, Becky normally is playing all the music, and I'm I just don't often listen to music. I just don't. Uh, and I you open, have your you you listen to music on YouTube. I listen a lot. to music on YouTube yeah. if I'm listening to anything because I like watching music videos too, or like having a visual accompaniment. But anyway, I opened my Spotify, and you know what it said? You haven't listened to enough music. No way. To make a Spotify. Whoa. Wow. That's so surprising. I feel like you're... I just, I just don't use Spotify for oh, my music. And sure. and when we... Do, and most of the music in our house is Becky's Spotify. Oh, yeah. Right. And sure. I'm like, this is... I, I like this music too. This is fine. Yeah. And I'm just totally complacent. 
<laughs> That's really funny. Zach, you were saying your top 0.1% of Drake listeners. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, I I felt like I was getting bullied on the internet to release my Spotify Wrapped, and I'm like, you know what? No, no. But I was pissed because I, you guys know that we love Yola. She is yeah. my fave, and I like genuinely. She's a friend, but like, I am obsessed she's with really her music. Like, yeah. and I was gunning to be for her, like, to be in the top percent of her music. Of her listeners, and I was gonna be, <gasps> but I fucked it up. What? So if you look at my top played songs, like three out of the five, or maybe four out of the five, are just songs from her album. But my top listen is Parcels, who I adore, and mm. I was in the po- top 0.5 percent. Uh, one because I love them, but specifically they have this album live in Berlin. It's this studio album, and I just listen to it on loop when I'm writing, when I'm on the plane. And so I had plane rides where for five hours straight, I'm just listening to this album on loop. It skewed my numbers. I feel like I need like a a private listening mode on Spotify. Yeah, Mm. or it should also like, I often put on like smooth jazz Spotify playlist. And one of my my top fifth song was like a song from that. And it's like, that's not, uh, that's not good. Yeah, Kelsey's was uh, Ocean Sounds to Sleep (laughs) Too. It's like, that's not my Spotify rap. That's stupid. I just think Spotify rap is so intimate and people sharing it, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Well, I would love if you would share yours now because you think it's so intimate. No, I. <laughs> You're so embarrassed. What, what happened? What, what, so it was Young Gravy, was number Wait, I'm one. I'm curious, by the way, do you know and do you remember that when Spotify started, you could have a. It was like a. It was like a social network. Yeah. And it linked it still with is. your Facebook. It still is. And there and are only two see, people that I can see who what they listen and to. And it shows people like currently listening to. And I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. need people to know that I'm listening. No. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. I know. My friend has looked me up and been like, you were listening to Hamilton. And I'm like, don't tell me that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me that. That is so cringy. Come as a bastard, orphan, son of a dun, and then the Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot. By the, the Caribbean. Way, I, <laughs> an old man retelling the story. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Old man Hamilton. I just want to say for the record that if you had Young Gravy on your Spotify wrapped, I don't want to shame you. You can you can like what yeah, you he, like. He, he makes just know good I, music. But let it be known he's a bad live performer at an award show that he probably didn't care about. I think yeah. he's but just, yeah. He should, though, because he's not that famous. Yeah, you should really be trying. If I think he's really the, famous. If you're performing at the streamies and you're acting like you're over it, you're not going to be famous in four years. Yeah, I just think like, I think that every, that's any artist. Take it from me, someone who hosted live. the streamies four years ago. <laughs> but I think it's like if you're performing at like a small award, a relatively small award show, and you're not putting effort into your performance, mm. it's probably a sign that it's going to be tough in like five years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I yeah, think, you know, he's got the charisma. I mean, I think he's probably the exception to the rule. Like he is kind of like an instant Hall of Famer. <laughs> Yeah, he's got like um, what's it, the X Factor. I would yeah, say. every now and then someone <laughs> comes oh, yeah. in with a song that is so brilliant. Oops, but it's like oops, a daisy. You know, is that your number one? He's a song where he wait, says, he has more than one song. <laughs> it's worse, Miles. <gasps> Rainy, please share. I would really be. I would. I want. I we can't keep. So we gotta end so... this episode soon. It's gotta be time for. Okay. Advice. Oh, it's definitely time. I was like, well, we I got excited about. Wait, we gotta record another one. Yeah, we do. It's time for advice that'll go for Miles with Miles Bonsignore. 
It's advice that'll go for miles. Tune it to your radio station. By the way, I don't believe that I've listened to this song more than I've listened to every other song, just so you know. But go ahead. Miles Nation, go! It's advice that'll go for miles. Advice that'll go for miles. What's up, Miles Nation? Hope everyone's having a really nice December. What? What? Yes, December. <laughs> Rainy's energy is spiking, and I love it. <laughs> what? Did you sneak a donut somewhere in there? <laughs> I, she, I looked. She didn't have an extra donut. I was the only one. Can we do a stummy check-in? <laughs> My stummy is stummy. good. You didn't have one, right? Or did no, you? I haven't had one, but I will have one next yeah, episode. Yeah, because you're stummy. Yeah. I'm going to have to have a coffee before the second episode. Have you ever wanted <laughs> your life to... Put a finger that is in the dam, like the little boy who saved the Dutch town. <laughs> you ever want your life to have put a finger in the dam? Like the, like little, the little boy Dutch, right. who a saved the Dutch A fire hydrant town. is something that floods. And my ass was a fire hydrant when I had food poisoning. You had food oh. poisoning? I had food poisoning. I had food poisoning that was, I've talked about it uh, at this point enough. Ad nauseum. But it was so bad, I thought I was going to have to go to the hospital. I didn't have to do that, but I did feel like I was going to die. It was bad. You put bomb X on your bum bum? I have a little solution that's going to get all you little flowy boys and <laughs> girls out there parking it out of both ends. <laughs> A hydration station that's good enough for the Miles Nation. <laughs> Shakespeare who? Are you, are, you drink water, are you drinking water through your butthole now? Um, mm, <laughs> Pedia Dark? More like Pedia Light. Because I'm sparking up a joint that is Pedia Light. And I'm huffing it deep so that my loins can get it absorbed before I vomit it back out again. So you're telling people to drink electrolyte fluids when they're dehydrated? I'm telling you that if you have diarrhea, Keith, yeah. and vomit, Keith, uh -huh. then you're going to want Pedialyte, Keith. Yeah. But I would caution against the, some of the f more flavorful Pedialytes because it is like, what the fuck's the point of this, guys? We don't yeah. need a Pedialyte that's tropical. granite Pedialyte? No, yeah, that's not. What's your flavor of choice? I think I, my Sarah got me like uh, Hawaiian punch, and it was like, <laughs> I really wish this was just lemon or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I did it, I did find it helpful. Anyway, be careful out there. Food poisoning is no joke. And I have often lived my life uh, 10 miles at a time uh, <laughs> where I'm sort of eating whatever I want all the time, food on the floor, who gives a shit, food yeah. from a dirty gas station, who gives a damn. Right. But, uh, and this was actually, this was a frequent flyer uh, restaurant that, <laughs> that got me. I'm a frequent flyer at this place. And it was, was a, it a chain it or a taco a... stand. Oh, no. On the, on the street. Well, yeah. mine was also a taco. I ate a, I, ate, I bit into a shrimp taco at a wedding welcome party, and it was so clearly spoiled. No. And you didn't spit it in out. In the taste, it tasted spoiled. Well, like I was chewing it, and I'm like, something's. First, I ate actually the oh. ceviche, and I ate a bite, and like the ceviche was like, like, oh. bit like, a battery acid bitter. Oh. And I was oh, that's like, just too much lemon. Too much mine. lemon. So I'm yeah. like, oh, that's just bad, but I don't think it's... So then I ate the shrimp, and I'm oh, like, mm, that no. tastes weird. And then I like swallow it. I'm like, you know what, guys? I don't think that's okay. And I start freaking out and telling me about it. And then I ate another bite of a different shrimp, because I'm like, they couldn't poison us. And the other taco tasted okay. And I'm like, okay. 
maybe I was wrong. And I eat the other shrimp taco entirely. And then I go back to the first taco and I like spit it out because it was so bad. And I thought it was fine. And then the next day at the wedding, I started ripping the craziest toots that your boy yeah, has ever. Yeah, and I wow. full on like I thought at one point that I sharded. I didn't. But I was like, maybe. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, maybe. And Wait, then was the fart just so thick? It just like, was like, oh my God, Rainy. It was a, it was How a, do you think you sharded They're, they're and called you didn't? lava farts. It was a they're humid hot. temperature. This episode's oh. gonna be called Zach's Shart. Zach sharded. Uh, <laughs> Zach shart Zach's shart. bachelor party <laughs> shart story. But it's like days later and my stomach is still like unsettled. And I think that I made the mistake of, you know, I took my Pepto-Bismol. I had peppermint pills. I did the whole thing. And I'm like, I'm feeling good. So I came home and I ate sushi. And I think that, that my stomach wasn't ready for such an... Yeah. An, uh, a daring a, food. A daring food. Yeah. So I don't really know what to do. I feel like the microbiome of my t- my stomach is still pretty fucked up. I feel the same way about mine. And I, f- I have been having crazy gas. and ca- I've been having gas pains. And oh I'm sort gosh. of wondering, uh, how do you reset the biome that is your tummy? Yeah, why don't you give advice for Miles? Drop a comment, advice, hashtag advice for Miles, capital F-O-R. <laughs> and I'm going to need you to tell me how to reset the biome. Is it yogurt? It's probably probiotics. Probably not for me. It's probably water. Can I scare you? My <laughs> friend got a stomach. What is it? Oh, the the poop transplant. No, 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 no. This That's is going to scare you. He ate like he got food poisoning. I forget. There's a name like listeria or some shit. Oh, Something common. It wasn't yeah. listeria. listeria. That's common, but it wasn't that. Okay. Anyway, E. coli. And it's common. Doing that triggered celiac disease. Oh no. Oh no. So you and I. <laughs> It's going to be the end, Miles. I don't have time to not be able to eat bread. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm so busy. He was, he was like, he had an iron stomach his entire life, and then like one food poisoning thing threw him, and now he's a mess. If that oh. happens to me, I'm going to get a whole new body. I literally, I, my translate. cousin and my uncle have celiac, and I think I do, but I just can't. So I haven't gotten tested. I think I do, but I can't. What is the, well, we got to move on. Yeah, we got to move on. <laughs> I well, more about Rainey's potential celiac uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> um, join us then. And yeah. We won't have any discoveries because we're going to record it here in a few minutes. Um, but, you know, thanks for being here. Make yeah. sure if you're uh, looking for some more content, head on over to our Patreon. There's a new series called Cozy Gamers. Coming Hell out yeah, dude. There. Oh, yeah. I'm hoping they invite me to go game. Me too. I think they're going to, I want them to invite me and they said they're going to play that trombone game. Yeah, you Guitar sure. Hero trombone game. I want to play that so bad. It's really fun. It looks so funny. Yeah, it looks really funny. I yeah. like all the videos for it. Someone yeah. made a custom uh, <laughs> Linkin Park <laughs> version of the trumpet, the trombone game. That rolls. And also, we have got after pods every single damn week. And sometimes it's us fucking shooting the shit. And sometimes it's Rainy live on the scene interviewing members of the staff. That's yeah. awesome. I want to update people, and then we'll, we'll end, I promise, that uh, we did make Try Moi happen. We ha- we teased it on this podcast. and we right, did. Oh, right. yeah. I well, mean, more on that next week. We have to talk about that Okay, next week. great. I want to know. Yeah, I'm excited. Well, till next time, Keith. Bum, 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 bum. Hit us with the fish tripod theme song. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. The tripod is coming to your town. The tripod is making your frown turn upside down. The tripod is making you happy. The tripod is never too crappy as the tripod. Have a good ass week, everybody. Woo!